What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Brooks Huber, joined alongside by the talented Andrew Christensen. Andrew, week 16 is in the books. We're looking forward to week 17. What was your biggest takeaway from last week? There's a lot of good matchups, and definitely the biggest you know, takeaway from that is how close the AFC and NFC playoff picture is going to come down to. So we got to talk about that more in the later part of the episode, don't you think? Yeah, so I think we can just recap week 16 like we always do, then jump right into booking it with Brooks. Then we can decide if we want to do locks and upsets first or playoff picture. But I want to be talking about playoff picture for the vast majority of this episode because there are a lot of interesting things that can happen. And then next week, we will put out our official playoff picture. Yeah, I agree. We got to talk a lot about the playoff picture. But, you know, just looking at the week 16 matchups, there was a couple games that stood out to me. Obviously, the Miami Dolphins are on a hot streak right now. I think they've had how many games in a row has it been? Seven. They are now seven in a row. Seven. That's awesome. Good for them. Good for them. They originally lost seven in a row. And then now. They're winning seven. Now, people are saying they haven't played the best of teams. That's not their fault. All they can do is just win seven in a row, and they did beat a Ravens team who was healthy at the time. And to be honest, I don't know if I can see that losing seven, winning seven in the same season happening again for a very long time. And that's super hard to do, especially in the winning aspect of it. That's very hard to do. But anyways... Anyways, some other matchups. The Cowboys' explosive offense was yes, back sir. in action. They needed that after a, a few rough weeks. You know, the Chiefs as well took it to the Steelers. You had the Raiders win over the Broncos. Not super exciting. Bears also won a close matchup. Seahawks. And then also the Bucks were a team that definitely made a statement this week. Uh, any other games to cover? We got to talk about – we can talk a little bit about Bills and Patriots. So last week I, t- I saw the podcast – if the Bills end up losing this game, their season's over. They are they would be fighting for a six or seven seed in the playoffs, and they would not be in control of their own destiny, having a higher seed. Well, what did they do? They went into Foxborough and made Mac Jones look like a rookie, which we have not seen Mac Jones look like this year. Josh Allen played phenomenal. And my boy, Isaiah McKenzie, I have his signed jersey up right here. He had a phenomenal game, 11 catches for 125 yards and a touchdown. The Bills, they got it done and their season's alive. Now they're in control of their own destiny and they're looking to be AFC East champions within the next two weeks. Yeah, and if you guys tuned into our last episode, me and Brooks both picked as one of our upsets. We had the Bills over the Patriots. As the Patriots were at home and they were favored, so... Good pick by us. Um, and then, but before we do move on, I do want to point out that the Los Angeles Chargers, man, I do. They, they they were in the playoff picture. This should have been an easy win to propel them to a very good chance of getting in the playoffs. And they got stomped by the Houston Texans. Like what? What was your nickname for Davis Mills early on I, in the season? The general, Mr. General Mills. No, 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 no. You had something worse that I just hated from the get-go. Oh, well, I can't, I can't remember. Every nickname I have is just fantastic, so I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, though, so like the Chargers, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit more. The Chargers heading into it, they were the five seed. Five seed in the AFC. <sighs> they also controlled their destiny from a 
standpoint that they would be playing, that they won't get bounced, that they control their destiny that way. And now they're what the eight seed, if I'm not mistaken. They're yeah. going to need some help to get in. They will. Or sorry, no, they're the nine now. Yep. But so but here's the know, thing. And and when you say nine seed, and we'll talk about this, but the AFC, there's so many teams with the same record. Like honestly, the nine seed is pretty much the same as like the the six seed at this point. But it would literally be like the five seed in the, the NFC, honestly. Yeah, but either way. I think that's a good segue into the playoff picture. Are we talking that or do we have to go somewhere well, else first? Let's just quickly do booking with Brooks and then because okay. I, I want to make sure we have a ton of time for both. And so I'll go really fast through booking with Brooks, the fastest we've ever seen it. And, Love then, it. And, then, and then we'll just go right into playoff picture because this is what gets me amped. I could care less about the first 15 weeks from this point on. It's this game is the time. best football you'll ever I see. I love it. And I love it. That's why I'm on a two-day posting streak with Next Gen because I'm and just he, hyped again. And and either way, we're on Christmas break too. So I mean, it's just a it's great, perfect. great time of year. Great time to be alive. I love it. And speaking of it, the listeners' favorite booking it with Brooks segment. For those of you who haven't heard of this, which, you know, it's just a disappointment. If but you haven't, it's just like, what are you doing? I don't what know what doing? you've been doing. But either way, I will give Brooks five different takes, and he will say whether he's booking it or he's not. So to kick it off, we have to go to the Seahawks, who did lose to the Bears this past week, and their head coach, Pete Carroll, is under fire. So are you booking it that Pete Carroll should be fired after this season? I am booking it from a standpoint that he should be fired. However, I am leaning towards that he will not be. I think that while he is, what, 70, he probably should just retire. I think he loves the game too much. I think Russell Wilson loves him too much as well. I don't buy any of this Russell Wilson's going elsewhere talk. You don't? This has been a talk for the last three years and hasn't ever happened. No, it hasn't, and I, I don't believe it will. Russell Wilson is super loyal to Seattle, and he is loyal to Pete Carroll, and I do think that they will get it figured out. Obviously, it's hard to where when they don't have their first-round pick and they're not very good at drafting in the first place, they don't have the cap space to sign some premium free agents, so they're going to have to get creative on how they improve their roster, but I think if I think they can do it. All right, number two, the Dolphins will make the playoffs. I am a huge Tua guy. Andrew, you know that. You know oh, I yeah. love Tua. I'm like Tua's biggest fan, but unfortunately, sadly, I'm going to say no. Miami, they control their own destiny. They would have to win out, but to do that, they would have to beat two playoff teams and the Titans and the Dolphins. I don't see that happening. We'll talk about the playoff picture a little bit more, but I, I don't see that happening, so I'm not booking that one. All right, number three, the Chiefs, who are the only team in the AFC that have clinched a playoff spot. Are the wow. Chiefs the best team in the NFL? Yes, I do say that. I think with how Patrick Mahomes is playing right now, there's a reason why this team, which the um, Super Bowl for the past two years and the AFC Championship, last three years, it's because of what Patrick Mahomes can do. They absolutely stomped on the Steelers. Say what you want about them. Steelers have a great defense. I think the Chiefs are better than the Packers, and they are right now my pick to win it all, just because who will they play in the AFC? The NFC has a lot more top dogs, and the AFC is just 
it's the Chiefs to lose right now. I totally agree. Number four revolves around the Tennessee Titans, who a lot of people counted out after the Derrick Henry injury. However, they are seeing themselves as the second team right now in the AFC. So are the Tennessee top Titans a top three team in the AFC talent-wise? This is a very interesting question. This might be the longest one for me to answer. So on paper, do they look like a crappy team? Absolutely. Yes, the, they do. For the first three quarters, do they look like a crappy team? Say it with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. However, just through grit and determination, I don't know what it is like Rabel and his squad, but they get it done come fourth quarter, and you have to give kudos to them there. Talent-wise, are we talking playoffs or just right now? Right now. We're talking right now because, like you said, I mean, you add Derrick Henry to that roster, but they are where they are right now without Derrick Henry. So That's true. And I'm not a big Ryan Tannehill fan this year. Heading into, like, last week's Thursday night matchup, he was, like, 14 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. You can't have that. I'm going to say talent-wise, they're not. I would have them at four or five. If they had Henry, I would have them right there at three. But I, I do see the Colts being better talent-wise. I do see the Bills. I do see the Chiefs, obviously. And you can make the case for the Patriots as well. All right. And last but not least, we talked about it at the beginning of the season, your favorite division, the NFC East, was just horrific last year. Like, there's it no way terrible. around it. They were so bad. And, we, bad. and everyone was coming into it saying they're going to be the worst again. But we're looking at it now. The Eagles have a shot to make the playoffs, a good shot, actually. And even so does the Washington football team. So is the NFC East, are you booking it that the NFC East is no longer the worst division in football? I am booking that. And I think I said that back in week three. There's no way you can look at the NFC East and say it's the worst division in football. I mean, look at the AFC South. You have two playoff teams, and then you have two teams that are going to be securing a top five pick. You look at some other divisions. I mean, even the NFC North, okay? You have one team over 500 in that entire division, and the rest of them are seven-win, five-win, and two-win teams. So as much as people like to hate on the Cowboys saying, well, yeah, the only reason why they're 11-4 and four is because they have five easy wins in the division. Well, look at the Packers. What do they get every year? I mean, look at the look at the Titans and the Colts. You cannot tell me that Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are not doing something amazing right now, and they will prove it this week. But that's wow. not where we're going to go. But, yeah, I, I just wanted to get that off my chest right now because I've been feeling that. I've been hearing the hate. I've been hearing the noise, and I just want to come out and say that right now. Huh, Interesting. A little to add to that, I just, I don't know. I'm looking at the NFC East. The Giants are terrible. I'm sorry. They're no, really they, bad. They're garbage. They're, they're garbage. terrible. Washington, Washington football team is like, it's like one of those stories that you don't know like how it's occurring. Like, to be honest, you look at the Washington football team, their defense should have been really good this year and they really weren't. They're missing, you know, arguably, arguably their best player on defense. They lost their quarterback. They're just like not, they're not a great team to watch, but they're, they're just like finding a way to stick in it. And they're what, they're six, scrappy. they're six and nine, which still like is still not great. But, nice, and then nice. lastly, the Eagles, I think are the biggest pretenders you can find out there. I'm sorry. Jalen Hurts, I think is a, a terrible quarterback. He can use his I legs. Like no, no, he just because he's on your fantasy. 
I've done so many rants on this podcast about Jalen Hurts, and I don't want to do another. So tune into those previous episodes because we have to move on. Dude, the Eagles are over 500, though. I, it's still disgusting. Yeah, because wow. they're in the worst division in football. No. Boom. All right. Is that is that the last one? That is the last one. What are we moving on to next? Let's do let's do playoff picture, or do you want to just do our locks and upsets and we say playoff picture to the end? Uh, we got to say best for last. So we'll say playoff picture, like booking it with Brooks. So I will cruise through my locks here. I have the obvious New England Patriots over the Jaguars. I think the Patriots have a big bounce back week. Bill Belichick is just too good of a coach to have two consecutive bad weeks in a row. Same thing with the Bucs. I think the Bucs will come out and beat the Jets. The Jets obviously are not a great team this year. And I think the, the Bucs are really trying to amp it up towards playoffs, similar to what they did last year. And then lastly, I have the 49ers over the Texans. The 49ers are one of the hottest teams in football right now. They are still not guaranteed a playoff spot. So I think they're going to come out and really prove it over a Texans team that looked good last week. But they are the Houston Texans. Uh, that's true. That is true. For my first upset, I will, or sorry, lock. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's my apologies. I'm going to go Bills over the Falcons. The Bills looked really good last week. I think that momentum will carry over and then also carry into the playoffs, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I do for my second one, I will have the Patriots over the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence has thrown one touchdown pass in the last eight weeks and he hasn't thrown one since Halloween. I am a little bit concerned about that. I, I think we all should be. Because uh, that's some scary stuff, no pun intended. <laughs> For my next lock, I will go with the. Ooh, this see, this is kind of tough. There's not very many locks. Holy buckets! Okay, I will go with the Buccaneers over the Jets. Buccaneers are banged up, and the Jets are getting healthy. I do think the Buccaneers are an upset watch. However, it's Tom Brady. He doesn't lose to the Jets. We know this. We know this. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And then for my final one, I will be going with the Colts over the Raiders. Wow. And that's a risky lock. I, it I is because I don't think the Raiders are a good team, but at the they're same not. time, they throw together like some good. They're one of those teams that isn't great, but they'll have some really good games. So they're they're one of those teams that could definitely pull off an upset. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'll, 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 oh, I scared them, folks. I'll do this. No, you have to stick I'll, to I'll it. Go. Stick to your All right, fine, fine. I'll stick better, to it. I'll stick exactly. to it. All right, so since it obviously is apparent, I came more prepared to this podcast. I will go ahead and do the upsets first as well. I have the Dolphins over the Titans as my first upset. We talked about the Dolphins winning seven straight. Why not make it eight against a Tennessee Titans that's on top of the AFC? I think the Dolphins get it done. Uh, number two, I have the Washington football team over the Eagles. Washington football team are, I believe they're at home on this one and I, they are underdogs. However, I think that this is a must. Well, it's obviously a must win for the football team. I think they're going to come out, be explosive. I think they're going to play like it's a must win. And obviously the Eagles are on the edge of the playoffs. So this could be a, a time for them where they show their true colors. And I think they lose. All right. We're just doing two. All right, so for my first one, I will be going with the Vikings over the Packers. Yes, Prime sir. Time. Kirk time Cousins. out, time out, time out, time out. Brooks, we, 
for the listeners, they don't know me and Brooks got in a little scuffle today. All right. Brooks was kind of, you know, giving me a little crap here and there, but my it, it respect was like, for it was Brooks. Like, it was like Deron Payne and that Jonathan Allen dude on Monday night or Sunday night football where there was punches thrown. Yep. There was punches thrown over the text. There you was. Brooks, Brooks was it. coming for me. Like I, I was a little cool. offended. I don't know why he was coming for me. You know, he's telling me I need to prove stuff and I'm like, okay, Brooks, but you picking the Vikings over the Packers just made you, you went back up to where you were at the top Brooks. So kick it off with your explanation here. Well, so this might just be a blinded hope for me. Is that a right turn? I've never heard. I, now you're going down, man. You can't, you gotta just no, say. No, no, no. See, I, I'm actually going to coin that phrase. And what I mean by that is I am hopeful. There's no reason for me to do this. I'm just beyond hopeful as a Cowboys fan that they can get that one seed. So yeah, there's some blinded hope here. And if any of you scholars out there know what I just said by that or understood what I meant by blinded hope, I salute you and you guys are a real one. I will take the Vikings. Uh, One of my friends actually told me that Kirk Cousins is undefeated on primetime this year, except for when he lost to Cooper Rush. So I don't think that was right. Now thinking back to it, I think I got false information <laughs> Good, about that. I, I got I got false information about that. But screw it, I, I'm calling Kirk Cousins. Okay. For my next upset, this is tough. I'm looking at this. This is a must-win game for the Ravens. It's at home. Lamar Jackson is who's back. the quarterback? He is okay. It has to be Lamar Jackson. There's no way he misses this game. Yeah. He has to be back here. You know, you were at this game with Rams last week. Stafford looked terrible. Oh. He looked terrible. He looked terrible. So I think the Ravens, back against the wall, they're 8-7. They lose. They lose throughout the playoffs. They're going to come prepared. They're three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Ravens are winning this wow. match. But you know, you know the Rams want to win that division. So it, I wouldn't say it's not a must-win for them, but they're probably it's approaching it to like the Ravens, this. though, Because the Ravens, if they lose – they're not mathematically eliminated, but it gets insanely difficult. They need everything to go right. And can we talk about, hold up one second. Dallas is five and a half point favorites versus the Cardinals this week. <laughs> I, I think they should be favorited, but not by five Whoa. and a half, maybe like one and I, a half, one. If they went to have that game last week, they were, they had a few well, games there where they looked terrible. Home game, I'm not going to lie. It is I a get home that. Game. But five and a half, like that no, is that's that, crazy. That's I don't know if Kyler, if there, maybe there's some inside source that Kyler's out with COVID or something that we don't know about. But either way, hey, the COVID restrictions though they finally been lifted. So round of applause to that. Yeah, Carson no wants kidding. To be able to play this week, most likely. Let's go. All right. Well, we are saving the bold takes for the end of the episode. So. You got to stay tuned through the playoff picture that we're going to next. And I say we kick it off with the NFC because the AFC is just so up in there. So let's kick it off with the NFC first. The teams that have clinched a bye are the Green Bay Packers at number one. You have the Cowboys, Rams, Bucks, and Cardinals. Those teams are all locked in the playoffs. So it's up to two wild card spots that we're fighting for. Brooks, who do you got and why? So I do think that the Eagles will secure the seven. And while I do really hope it's the Vikings, 
I have a, and I have the blinded hope for them. I love that term, by the way. I just, I just made it up and I love it. I, I just, I don't think that there's a realistic chance. And if I'm playing the odds, there's a good chance that this week with a win, they clinch because of a Vikings loss and they won't even have to consider beating the Cowboys in week 18 to make the playoffs. So I do think the Eagles will take the seventh seed. And I think the 49ers will take the sixth. I really hope it's not the Eagles. I really hope it's not because if it's the Vikings, that means the Cowboys get the one seed. That's what it means. So what do you think with this playoff picture right now? Because this is the NFC well, is a lot more decided than the AFC right now. We can both agree to that. Yeah. So since I am extremely prepared, I'm going to bring you guys through the matchups here. So the teams that are still on the verge, we have the 49ers who face the Texans this week, which in my mind is an automatic win. And then they yep, face the Rams, yep. which which is going to be a really tough game. So now, they now. beat the Texans and they're in. So that's why I have them at that sixth spot. Would you agree? I, I do agree with that. However, I think there's a good chance that they can beat the Rams. Because in Sean McVay's tenure or Kyle Shanahan, I can't remember, but the Rams have never beaten. Yeah. And we, and we can talk, yeah. And we can talk about that next podcast, but like I said, the, the 49ers are eight and seven. They win the Texans. They're pretty much guaranteed a spot. So the other teams, we have the Eagles who are also eight and seven. They face the Washington football team and the Cowboys. So the mm-hmm. Cowboys obviously in week 18 is a tough matchup. Washington football team, again, they're sneaky team. Jalen Hurts is pretty inconsistent. I think they could. And here's the thing. Washington football team is at home. So they have that advantage in that area. Next, we have the Vikings, who are 7-8. and They face Green Bay in Lambeau. Talk about a tough matchup. And they've already beat them once. It's hard to beat beat Aaron Rodgers once in a season, but to do it twice is near impossible, especially in Lambeau in December. And and, the Vikings are winning that game. Kirk Cousins is thrown for 400. He is. And here's the thing. Here's the only thing, only reason the Vikings have a chance is because their play calling is the most conservative play calling in the league. They run on first down, run on second down, and then throw a little dip pass on third down. They'll be up 14, and all they do is run and punt. So this is like the epitome of a must win. Like they have to absolutely win this to even have a shot. So that's the only thing that they're standing for here. Or only reason they have a chance is because they actually have to play aggressive. Are you, are you following the blinded hope though? Are, are you following Dude, that? I am like, if we're talking about, you know, you're driving the blinded hope car, like I'm sitting front seat. I'm the, you're, I'm the passenger. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. You're, you're shotgun. And I'm the oh, driver. I'm shotgun. Absolutely. But all right. Next we got the Falcons at Bills and Saints. We don't even talk about Falcons. They're not being the Bills. They're not even in playoff well, contention. This is the thing. I'm naming these guys are still technically in the hunt. Like they're they still out there. And Falcons yeah. aren't beating the Bills, like you said, so they're out. Then we have the Saints, who I low key I do think is a sneaky. I do because they face the I Panthers the and the Falcons. And I think they could win both of those games. And as seven and eight, the Eagles could definitely lose to the Cowboys. So Saints sneaky, and then technically Washington football team is still in this. I'm gonna cut it short though, because they play, they do play the Eagles and Giants. But either way, at six and nine, I think they're pretty they much. Would out need of it. A, wouldn't they need the Vikings to lose one game or lose out, and the Saints I think, to lose out? Yeah, they'd need the Vikings, Saints, and I think Eagles. So yeah, so that'd be tough. 
No. So let's go AFC. AFC is way more loaded. There's only one team clinched a playoff spot, unlike the NFC, where there is five. Tennessee, they are the two seed. Do they keep that two seed? Because right now they are one game, one game ahead of the Cincinnati Bengals. The Titans play the Dolphins and the Texans. So here's the and thing. The Bengals, so, uh, sorry, and the Bengals play the Chiefs and the Browns. Okay, you you said there's one team clinched. You didn't name them. It's pretty obvious, so right? It's the Kansas City Chiefs. You bring up the Tennessee Titans, and here's the thing. I think the Titans are locked to make the playoffs. Yeah. But are they a lock to win their division? Because they nope. are – no, and they're not at all because here's the, here's the answer. The Indianapolis Colts are one game back, but guess who owns the tiebreaker? The Indianapolis yeah. Colts. So well, the Colts, do we know that? Yes, because head-to-head. That Oh, I looked it up. And so, anyways, when I looked it up, the Colts have that tiebreaker. Wait, hold, hold up, though. Hold up. No, I, I don't think they do, actually, because Tennessee, their division record is 4-1. and one. But it goes the to head-to-head. Did, I think the Colts beat the Titans. No, looking Titans it up here. Beat them both times. Titans beat them both times. No way, really. Yeah. Well. So I think uh, it's I think it's pretty impossible for them to win out. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got that. I got fake news probably from CNN. Who knows? Either Jeez, way. <laughs> Either oh, way, yeah. we gotta move on. So the Titans are locked to make the playoffs in my mind. Also, we have the Bills. They have the Falcons and the Jets. I think they're locked there as well. Colts have Raiders and Jags with nine wins. I think the Colts are locked. So, and then, wait, wait, wait. You can't skip over this. So you're saying the Bills are going to be winning the AFC East for the second consecutive year in the row, right? Either that or they're going to make the wild card. Either way, I because okay. – you look at their record right now. They face the Falcons and Jets. They, so I think, they, they only have to win. Them. They only have to win. I think one of those to, to, to get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah and I think don't. they win. I think they win both and stay on top of their division. Okay, and I think that there is now. Let's say your upset pick go, works, and the Titans lose this week. Okay, and then Cincinnati, their upset pick, or they lose to the Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills could potentially move up to the two seed. Which I don't know if that ha- that would work because Tennessee beat them head to head this year, yeah. so maybe not. Maybe they no. No, it wouldn't work because Tennessee has one game above them, and like you said, they. Yeah. The okay. Tennessee's not losing to the Texans. No way. No, 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 no. Miami, Miami. Remember that was your upset pick. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying Tennessee will for sure win Week 18, which will give them 11 wins. And they own that tiebreaker over the Bills. So I think they secure that two seed. Yeah. And now let's look at New England. They play the Jaguars and the Dolphins. Tua does have the Patriots number, at least this far in his career. He beat him in in Foxborough last year, beat him earlier this year in Foxborough too. Can he pull it off? Because right now, here's what we're looking at here. We got to do this pretty quickly, I think. Patriots are at the six. Miami's at the seven. Baltimore's at the eight. Chargers are at the nine. Can we just lock New England in at that six? Yep. Here, here's the thing. This is who I want to lock in. Okay. We have the Chiefs. Obviously, that's locked in. Number number two, we have the Bills there. And, and this is in no order. Okay. So technically, we have yeah. the Chiefs. Then we have the Titans. We then we have that. the Bills. Yeah. 
and Colts and Patriots. So that leaves two teams, right? So let's discuss this. That leaves two teams. You have the Bengals that are fighting for that. You have the Ravens that could possibly get it. You have the Chargers and Raiders. The so, only way, though, that I see the Bengals missing playoffs is that they lose out. And now the Browns could be a tough game for them. No one is saying that they. it's a divisional game. However, Cincinnati is 5-0 and in their division. Joe Burrow is playing like an MVP-type candidate late in the season. He hasn't had the MVP-type season, but late in the season, as of late, he's been playing phenomenal. And I do think the Bengals are probably – I wouldn't say a lot. Well, but they're looking good. They're looking I, good. And I think they're pretty much a lock too because in their division, it's pretty much between them and the Ravens. The Ravens would have to win both and the Bengals would have to lose both because the Bengals own the tiebreaker. Yeah. So the Ravens would have to... Division. Yep. So the Ravens would have to win out and the Bengals would have to lose out. Bengals technically could lose out, but the Ravens would have to beat both the Rams and Steelers, who I think are two pretty good teams. And I don't, and, I don't see that happening. I don't. No. All right. So, who gets the seventh seed? And this is this is where we're gonna finish it off. We gotta do it quickly. My one word answer. Okay. Miami currently has it. Baltimore at the eight. Chargers at the nine. Vegas at ten. I mean, you could still take Pittsburgh or Cleveland or Denver. I am disgusting. And here's the thing. This shouldn't even be a question. And I'm giving this team a second chance after they failed me this past week. I think the Chargers slip into the playoffs. And I think it, that's because they win out. They have the Broncos and the Raiders. Like, that's not too much to ask for. Just beat the Broncos and the Raiders. I think they'll do that. That's why I have the Chargers as the last team sneaking in. If you guys just would have beat the Texans, this would have been a lot easier. I think they would have almost been considered a lock. But either way, they didn't, so I, I'm still sticking with them. I'm going to go opposite here. I think Lamar, he is a born winner, and I do think that he is going to turn it around here. I think they're going to win out. They're going to be heading into the playoffs of the seventh seed. They're going to be playing really good football, and we're going to get that rematch of the Titans versus the Ravens, a, a game that's always good in the playoffs. Derrick Henry will be back. I like this. I like this a lot. We want to thank you guys for listening to this connection oh, podcast. Time out though. I know this is a long episode, but our listeners, they have to know our bold takes. So I'm, right. I'm just going to spit mine out. I have two bold takes. First one, Patriots combined for 200 rushing yards and get and beat the Jaguars by 21 points. I think they have a bounce back win, especially how just bad they looked last week. I think they get those 200 rushing yards. Number two, the man himself, Cooper Cup, records 175 yards, putting him only 55 yards short of Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yards record. I think this is the game where him and Matthew Stafford go off because Cooper wants that record. I know he does, and I think he's going to deserve it this this game. Okay. I'm going to have Lamar Jackson. We're just, we're just doing two, right? Yep. Real quick. Lamar Jackson, 350 yards, four touchdowns in a stunner over the L.A. Rams to get his team back in the playoff conversation. I like Lamar there. And then for my next one and my last one, I will say I'm going to go with another quarterback, Dak Prescott. 350 passing yards, four touchdowns. 
he's going to have a back-to-back stellar game. This Now, all his stats might not come in the first half like they did this past week, but they're also going to be getting the win in Arizona, and they will wake up Monday morning as the one seed because Kirk, the GOAT, Cousins, yes, is pulling sir. off the upset, and I'm sticking with the blinded hope. I am. I am. I'm I'm sorry. Last thing. If if this does happen, if Kirk pulls off the upset, Cowboys win are the number one seed, and then the Cowboys lose to the Eagles, I'm gonna be so devastated. I'm just gonna be so devastated. But let's hope that doesn't happen. Either way, we went a little long in this episode, but it was obviously worth it because it was probably our best work yet, Brooks. So hats off to you. With that being said, we want to thank our listeners. We need you guys to spread the word about us. We are on the way up and out, and we are you know, doing as much as we can. Brooks is grinding over here. So am I. Uh, we have some player interviews that may be happening in the future. So 2022 is going to be a huge year, and we want to take you guys along with us. With that being said, thank you for your support, and we'll see you next week. Before we end this off, I would like to say blinded hope is an actual term. Uh, It's a synonym for false hope. So no, we're not just making up terms here. The blinded hope, that is real. My New Year's resolution, though, and my my biggest goal for this new year is we want to get 500 annual listeners weekly. And I think we can do that. I think we can do that. Make it a thousand, I think. Andrew and I are working really hard, and we're excited to see where this goes. We love you guys. Sorry this is a longer one, but you you know it's a good episode. You do. You do. We right. do, we and I, I will be winning the Next Gen Fantasy League this week, Thank so you. we Thank need you. to talk. we need to talk more about that next week. So see you guys. Peace out.